but I'm Santa. I mean, not the real Santa, but I'm Santa. You work at a mall, dog, part time. This week, the perfect holiday. I was wondering if I could. He's a single mom with three kids. He's a single Santa with an oversized helper. I'm Santa's number one help. More like numbers one through ten. Nice tights. Hey, your mama. They should have been perfect for each other. They're looking at us. But his big line. Yeah, so you know I was uh, sell office supplies. Is a lie. But you work in a mall, dog. Part time. And her kids. I don't care how nice he is. He ain't my dad. Just ain't having it. Treatment, it starts right here and right now. I'm not cleaning that up. Kids are at Robin's. Oh. Mm. Oh, Gabrielle Union, Morris Chestnut, Charlie Murphy, Cat Williams, Faison Love, Terrence Howard, and Queen Latifah. One Christmas in the air, brotherly love, the jingle ding ding. Listen, hey, I can't make it, okay? You're gonna have to fill in for me. Get ready for the perfect holiday. Better watch out, Santa's coming to town. Here's that boy. I wrote it, you bring it. Welcome back to the bonus. We're giving out gifts this season. We are giving hey. out Christmas presents. We said, hey, you know what? Everybody's been enjoying the holiday movie season if we watched this. So guess what? We gave you we were gonna give you a bonus episode mm-hmm. for the month of December, celebrating Christmas, the holiday season. And I am going to be doing it with my favorite co-host slash hey. Bah Humbug. <laughs> or are you Miss Christmas? Now, fuck that. I'm Terrence Howard all day long. Ray, Ray Coleman. What's hey, up, man? Man, not a goddamn thing out here living in the fantasy world, apparently. The fuck? This is <laughs> this is the most deceptive movie I've ever watched in my life. Man, say. Uh, so, we're doing Perfect Holiday, the Perfect Holiday. It was released December the 12th, 2007. I can tell. I can't wait to get into how 2007 it is. It was directed by Lance Rivera. Do you know who that is, Rain? He sounds racist or like an upstanding citizen. Which one is he? He actually is. He he is a director. But guess what? He actually was a record executive. He he, he had his own label called Entertainment Records. He was Undertainment? Undertainment, because he's his his nickname was Un, Lance Un Rivera. He okay, was responsible for getting Little Kim and Junior Mafia signed to the Atlantic Group in 1997. Mm, come through. Yes. There yeah, is a connection in this movie to Jay-Z, believe it or not. Jay-Z has a connection to this movie. And when we okay. get to movie nerd knowledge, I'm going to tell you how... It's connected. Mm. <clears throat> okay. So, like every week, let me start off with the IMDb <laughs> quote of this movie. Lord. This is a lie. A young girl it turns to a department store Santa in hopes that 
he will help find a new husband for her divorced mother. Mm. How close is this IMDb to the actual movie, right? I think it's close, but it's it's like they took Emily's point of view for that specific, because that's not what the movie is about. Her storyline right. did include that, but like, that's not what, because if that's the case, you also have to factor in John John, because he also, like, Mikey was truly a middle child that everybody forgot, because they was the only two talking to Santa, so, like, I don't know. This was John John the middle child? Cause they John John was the oldest. Mikey, no, Mikey was the middle child. They treated him like that. Yeah. The darker one. Colorism. Colorism in the black community, Them boys y'all. was running the race of looking the same tone. Don't do that. Uh-uh. We already know. No, um, I think they threw Mikey in there just to bridge um, Gabriel Yoon and Charlie Murphy's complexion. <laughs> we will get to that. <laughs> yeah. What are your initial thoughts of the movie, Rain? Um, this how shit. did you receive this movie this shit is stupid it is fun it is wicked it is of the devil it is not of god <laughs> i watched this movie and like watching the trailer i was like okay this is just like a regular late 90s 2000s type movie this is gonna be kind of fun when out the opening pissed me off talking about that the opening, raggedy ass that cartoon? cartoon yes i it went on for 12 minutes too long that shit could have all, you could have had three quick cut scenes and established Miss Christmas and whatever the fuck Terrence Howard was doing His because they were not, well, Bob, we don't need you. This was not necessary. Neither one of them were necessary for this movie. So I was like, wait, before you go any further. Okay. Did you have, cause this is the first time we both watched this movie, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Did, weren't you under, under the impression that the stars of the movie was, Queen Latifah and Terrence Howard from the Mm-mm. opening. Not from the trailer. Oh, well, from the opening, no. yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Let me get from it out the opening, for the opening. That shit was terrible. And it was terrible because they didn't have a big role in this movie. Like, if, to get ahead, if every scene had them in it some kind of way, like maybe a reporter on the TV or something, then I would have been like, okay, maybe. But no, we we truly did not need either one of them. Neither one of them. I was, they got a free check. No, truly. I was like, what the fuck? What the, and no, Terrence Howard got a free check. Queen Latifah too, sure. But he was, that's, that's the nigga I identify with. I was like, yes, this shit sucks. Steal that girl's money. Tell that boy <laughs> Santa is dead. Like, I, I, I realized watching this movie that I am a Grinch. I love me some Christmas movies, though. Mm. I did enjoy this. But I was like... This is a dumb movie. This movie probably should not have been a Christmas movie. Like, it should have been set in another time of the year, and it probably would have been slightly better or made Mm-mm. more sense. I, I think agree. so. I they, think so, mainly because of the music stuff, because of the shit between Benjamin and Jazzy J, or Jizzy, whatever the fuck, Jizzy, Charlie Murphy. J. Jizzy is his Him name. too. Um, This is set in the... In UPN WB universe, and this is part of their multiverse Mm -hmm. (laughs) because they had they had UPN WB royalty in here, Mm -hmm. which we most definitely gonna get to. Hey, look, man, I'm not gonna lie. I really thought this movie was terrible, 
but it was the most Christmas movie out of all the ones we've watched. And it was, and it mm-hmm. actually put me in the spirit for a second. It was fun. It was a fun movie. Right. But if this ain't in the UPN, I was waiting for Moesha to pop up. If it was Moesha at. <laughs> mm-hmm. Zaria somebody. Because this, we had, who, who did we get? Did we get Salt? We got Salt in this movie too, right? Doing the interview. That was Salt. Yes. Man. No, Pep. Oh, that was Pepper. Pe- oh, God. Yes, yes, yes. My bad. Sorry, y'all. But yeah, I was like, this movie is very bad. But in, <laughs> but but by the um, measuring by Christmas movie standards, it's really good. Because it has mm-hmm. everything you want. The magical, mystical, uh, uh, hopeless love story. Uh, a magical, big, mystical? When you see magical, mystical in? Just with the Queen Latifah character, with the spirit of Christmas. She didn't with do the, She didn't. She Look. did not do anything. She did <laughs> the not. The standard is Dudley. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm still is, getting flack for that Preacher's Wife movie, too, by the way. Good, as you should. Get them, y'all. Preacher's Wife is Grammy Award winning. <laughs> Stop. Stop. But it. I think this movie is in the same universe as that shit, because there's no way. Like, they're, they are beneath. They are rungs beneath Deadly. They are in the same camp, but they're like fledglings or neos or whatever you call them they are terrible <laughs> unnecessary oh uh, i just didn't understand their their roles because they i mean i get it she queen latifah's miss christmas terrence howard's by humbug they're the good side and bad side of christmas i get that but they didn't do nothing Mm-mm. and Mm-mm. on top of that Honestly, I hated that they were in these different costumes. Like, like the beginning of the movie, like you think mm-hmm. that they're like in the movie. Like, I'm like, yeah. oh, Queen Latifah works at, so he'll probably be coming across her. Mm-hmm. She was working at the hot dog stand, and she, I was like, oh, he's gonna come across her several times. And Terrence yeah. Howard was in line, so I'm like, oh, okay, so they probably like work all work together. Next thing I know, she the garbage man, and then mm-hmm. and the candy store the, lady, the, the bum, and then. Mm-hmm. It was a lot for no reason. Yes, yeah, very, very low budget, very chitlin circuit, very um, Tyler Perry esque. This was no. Um, I think Tyler Perry would do would have done a better job in this. In two thousand seven, you think? Yes, that? yes. I don't. Yes, this would we would have had a play. Uh, Jesus would have came down. Everybody would have sung a church song and. Who's the light skinned dude that he likes so much? Alan Payne? Alan Payne would be the hero. That nigga. <laughs> he would have replaced more Chestnut in a minute. You evil dark nigga. Oh, I'm glad yeah. you said that. Tra- <laughs> Let's transition over to Morris Chestnut. Who put him in that paperboy hat? I feel like that was a personal <laughs> choice. I feel like he was like, let me do something different. Because why was he had a few of those hats too? I was like, but you know, I was like, when we wear that in 2000s, I don't remember wearing that. I was just about to say that I had a bucket hat because I remember I had one in the 10th grade and then I had one of those type of hats, but it was like, you know how black people, like we had boosters who would go to like different areas. (laughs) So like I got it like, oh, it's different. But like, I was also 2007. I maybe, but not in the movie. Well, not for him. That this should look weird. He was definitely channeling nineteen twenties um, newsy. Yeah, I'm like, oh paper, oh paper boy. <laughs> Can you give me my paper today? <laughs> yeah, 
That that's his. He owns that. All right, Morris Chestnut was Benjamin, a songwriter Ugh. who works whose only like job really was the part-time Santa gig and writing yeah. music. And he had a whole apartment. And he was going out on dates. Um Yeah, he had a whole place. Did we see it? I don't Yeah, when he was writing and he couldn't remember he oh, was writing his that... music and he woke up because he was like, oh Fuck him, bro. <laughs> what did you think about? Just, now, we uh, went in on his acting in The Best Man Holiday. Because it's the same person. Yeah. <laughs> He's just stepping through the universe. He's variant of himself. He's the only nigga to do it. He's the only one. Yeah. No, it, wasn't, it wasn't terrible. It's just, I think if this was your first introduction to Morris Chestnut, when you see other stuff, it, you're probably just watching the same movie. Because he was... He was the same person. Nothing about this man was different except like he kept his shirt did on. He run, yeah. Um, Thank God. He, I don't know. He everybody seemed to be a little goofy in this movie. Like it's clearly targeted to children, but then also their black parents who like know all of the cast. Mm. So I don't know, man. He just felt like the same fucking character. I don't know. He wasn't bad, but it's only because this movie is so bad. Mm. Well, I don't know. I want to give him some benefit of the doubt, but... It w- okay, no, I'm not. Because when it came to the portions where the key is like John John was telling him he need to go and all this other shit, and then that one scene where he showed up and uh, Gabrielle Union's character was like, the keys are... You hear that? Oh, the keys are gone. He didn't sell me with, I'm sad. Right. But I got like so so because I feel like that was a defining moment of the character. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that he wasn't great in this movie because all the other times he's just a regular. Hey, what's going on? I got to hide from this girl. I got to do it. like you're doing regular shit. But the emotional scenes, Gabriel carried that scene. He was, huh? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Huh? And when he walked to the payphone. I don't think I can see you anymore, girl. Shut yeah, the fuck I, up. like like his sad didn't work for me. No, his sad was like, oh, I got to take out the garbage. Girl, <laughs> I didn't like, I didn't. So, no. Final answer, he sucked. <laughs> um, I got to say, I got to be honest, man. I didn't get it. And he don't work well with kids. That's just me personally. Like, the Even scenes with the kids, like, he had chemistry with the little girl. And I mm-hmm. understood that. But that whole, like... The Santa thing, and I don't know, man. Yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> I feel like kids are a little bit more observant than that. Right. They be like. Because they've <laughs> only seen a certain amount of people. So if I see a nigga who's tall and dark, <laughs> like, yeah, I might second guess it. But, like, <clears throat> kids don't know your voice. Like, his kids are not dumb. And John John was about, i say, i say Emily was probably Five, six, five or six, mm-hmm. make Mike about eight, John John about nine or ten. Why would they, like, they go to school. <laughs> like, they see that. So, if I see my teacher at school every day, but in a Mrs. Santa suit, I'm going to know that's my teacher. Right. I didn't, this was stupid. I just, I'm, I didn't really, get, I didn't get it. And then he was, he was a bit goofy. Which I'm like, hey, you probably have to play the part as that since you're not technically a sex symbol in this one. Mm-hmm. But 
I don't know, man. And I hated him. Well, I ain't gonna say hate, but those kids. Mm-hmm. The little girl was the only one that I liked out of. I ain't like what. I did not like. Well, the middle child, like he, he didn't get no screen time. He was so the only boy. But that older kid, oh, that little motherfucker, that now, little bastard. <laughs> even though you didn't like him, do you think he acted well? No, really. No, I thought the kids no. carried this movie. I thought they did really the good. Emily, especially. The, I man. thought she did. I thought when it came to the, like towards the middle of the movie, I thought John John did carry not carried it in the same way that Emily did, but I thought he did a good job. Kylie Bryant. I'm sorry. Yeah. And they all have done like at least three projects since this. I I was shocked because mm-hmm. uh, you know black kid actors, it's a hit or a miss. No. Man, we don't got the same opportunities as the white counterparts. But um, I thought John John did a good job at selling. I'm frustrated because my parents like I I don't know. I thought he did good. I thought mm-hmm. he did good for what he was given, mm-hmm. and in relation to like other child actors, with kids, adults too. But with kids, it's really a hit or a miss. Yeah. Nah, Sorry. that little dude just got on my nerve. He was just annoying. The little girl I thought was cool. Uh, Emily is her name mm-hmm. in the in the in the movie, but like the whole time she was like, "Mom, like do this," and she be whispering to to, to mm-hmm. Morris Chestnut Claws, and um, <laughs> I liked her. She was cute. She yeah, was the I one didn't... that made everything kind of be Christmassy. I'm like, did she really need three kids? Like, why did they make the yeah. story so? bad like oh she's a single here's here's what i hated she's a single mom with three kids but she's got a rich rapper ex-husband who gives her all the money in the world so she doesn't really it's okay or or is it because she's lonely yeah that shit was weird um i think adding a third kid was either overkill or somebody's on the staff was like my son can do this because they didn't they could have just had those two kids, but I guess you needed him as the buffer, but truly, you didn't. Yeah. It could have just been them two. Like, <laughs> it could have just been them two. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they tried to make it as, like, I guess sad as possible, terrible. because she's like, oh, she's got three kids. Not living that big-ass house. I ain't sad for you. But you better rent out one of them rooms. Airbnb uh, it. This movie was dumb. <laughs> this movie was also very, like, fat phobic <laughs> like a lot of this shit i was like oh yeah i'm watching a movie that was probably conceptualized like towards the end of the 90s yeah because even when rachel true's character first met Faison, she had said something about his weight and he was like yeah your mama like yeah that's a comeback but she was like, like maybe we, just... yeah she was like maybe we should get like a big something and he, yeah he was like your mama i was like Okay. But my thing is, you don't know this man, and he is at work. Like, I'm, true enough, I'm looking at it from the lens of 2022 and like the real world. But I was like, this was unnecessary. Like, we see that he's fat. Like, why are you? But he still got with her, though. No, no, he did, and that's fine. But I'm thinking, like, was this necessary? Like, is it because he was the the comic relief? He was the butt of all the jokes, and his joke was that he is a fat person. And I was like. Ugh. This is even at the end when they had him struggle to put on that fat suit. Like he, didn't I didn't like suit. that either. I was like, that was unnecessary. Why didn't you just have him put on the Santa? Suit? I don't know. To be honest with you, I feel like Faze on Love should be Big Worm in every movie. I mean, I'm not mad at that. <laughs> just be I'm Big not, Worm, bro. Like that works. I'm not mad at that. Being Big Worm m- m- makes sense. Gabrielle Union, boring. Why does she That's... wear the same ponytail in every? <laughs> I literally put that in my notes. Like she wears the same little struggle ponytail every every movie. Um, mm-hmm. 
signature look. Did, did she fit in this movie? No, we should have swapped her out for somebody else. Swapped her out for Jill Marie Jones. She probably would have did a better job. Because Gabrielle was boring. Yes. Man, say. I was like, yeah, them characters could have been switched around. I'm thinking Gabrielle was probably a bigger actress or a bigger name back then. Not that it was even between the two of them. Like, it could have just been like, oh, this is Gabrielle's vehicle. But, yeah, I didn't like. She was. Her name was Nancy in the film. Sure. All I know is, I I just I'm probably gonna get some say it this. say it get ready Gabrielle <laughs> just don't be fitting in these black movies like that. To mm. me, she don't. She just don't, man. Like, okay, so let's talk about the movies she did. Five movies she did before Perfect Holiday. She mm-hmm. did The Box, which is in 2007. She did Daddy's wait with Little. Cameron Diaz. She was Detective Chris Romano. I think that was a straight to straight to video movie. No, I think I saw, that's what Cameron Diaz, right? Was the I, I don't well, it don't matter, it don't matter, it don't matter. I think um, it is, but it was in 2007. Daddy's yeah, little was... girls. She was Julia and Daddy's <laughs> little girls, 2007. Running with scissors. She was Dorothy in 2007. The hell, <laughs> what is that? That's what I'm saying. Um, she was in this TV show called Night Stalker, and mm. she was in Say Uncle. She was Elise Carter in that. <laughs> and Wh- and the last, I think, major movie was The Honeymooners, where she was Alice Cranberry in 2005. When did Bring It On come out? Do you know? Does it say? <sighs> Let's find it. Because I'm thinking, I've always known her face, but I truly can't recall, maybe from Sister Sister, like when I first saw her. Bring It but On I came know- out in 2000, the year 2000. Okay, so then when it... <sighs> I think with people in general, but I'm going to speak for black people because we're all a monolith. We all act the same. Um, When it comes to these black names, I think something like a bring it on would have carried Gabrielle Union for a long time with us, even if she did nothing else. Um, Because one, that's a cult classic movie. And then two, her and what was it? Um, Black. They did a really good job as the black cheerleaders. And I say all that because... Looking at this movie, it came out in 2007. I never seen it. When I posted this on TikTok, everybody was like, nigga, what? But I'm like, bruh, I just, I moved to Atlanta like a year or two before. And Mm. so I just never, and it's like low budget ass movie is not. But it came out in theaters. But what I'm saying is like 2007 transitioned to a whole nother state. And then this ain't a movie like a Terminator. That's like pushed heavy. It's a holiday movie. Um, So I never even knew it existed until we talked about it. But. Even if I never did, Gabrielle Union would still be like a household name for me. And I think for a lot of black people. So you Mm -hmm. can run down that list. And it's surprising to me because she's so big in mind that I would have thought she did bigger stuff than this. Same here. Um, I would have thought that she would have been in. It feels like her career ain't as big as I thought it was. Like, I feel like, don't get me wrong. There mm-hmm. are some movies that I do like Gabrielle Union. Like, I think Bring It On and, and um, Deliver Some Eva and stuff like that. Like, I think those oh, she, movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she, I, I yeah. really enjoy that. But there are just certain movies, especially black movies, and don't kill me for this, but it just be feeling like she shouldn't be in here. Like, I felt like she took Yo. that job from somebody else. And I'm not saying oh. that. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying she's a very attractive woman. No, Gabrielle Union is very attractive. Yes, she is. Very attractive woman. And it just feels like sometimes they're just like, man, like, 
damn, this is going to sound bad. It feels like it's like we have a budget. We need a a very good looking woman, but we can't spend too much money on her. Wow. Gabrielle Union. She'll do it. You know what I'm saying? Wow. And she might be one of them wow. people that do it for the culture. You know, no, I'm just saying she might be like, I'll just do it for the culture. Like, yeah, I'll I, like I just that's how I feel. I just feel like it's it's like Wow nigga. We can get her for like a pretty decent amount. Co-hates. She's not a mega star. You're not picking okay, okay. No, no, no. You're not picking I, Gabrielle Union over Regina Hall. So I can agree. However, I think with the way in which technology and the way we consume content evolving from 2007, so now you got streaming. Everybody and mama got a streaming service. You got movies, of course, and web series. You got indie stuff. I think that even to discuss a megastar, the idea has to change because even again if i, I wouldn't be me if i didn't do this <laughs> thinking of beyonce oh her stardom and even going back to michael jackson like looking at their stardom it's very different because it's of its time you're not going to get a michael jackson and a beyonce in 2022 to the same degree you have to do just like with currency you have to um calculate or account for the change in climate of this time so i agree with you wholeheartedly but i also feel like when we have these megastars like a regina hall we have them because they've been working and that's a carryover from times past when we have vhs the straight to dvd movies now we have so many other ways to um see people like Issa ray i would consider her a megastar but she definitely came and i'll say that because with this time period, she came up off the internet doing web series. Mm-hmm. She moved into her own lane and then exploded her own talent and everything is in-house. So even if you don't think she's a megastar, the hands that she has in so many things that is self-created and other mega shit. She's in a Barbie movie. I think she's a black one of the black Barbies, if not the black Barbie coming out in 2023. Mm-hmm. She um, was in that movie with that one nigga, um, the, the Asian guy. Oh, I mean, yeah, the date movie. Yeah, like she, so. What I'm saying is, if we're calling somebody a megastar, and then even considering like cult classic stuff that don't become big until much much later, is she really not a megastar? And if if that's your answer, still yes, then that's fine. But is she is she truly not a megastar by maybe the '90s standards? But what about now? Does is that does that make sense? Or am I talking? In I circles? mean. I get what you're saying, <laughs> but you're like, no, that nigga's still. But <laughs> honestly, man, like, I'm, I'm literally just like, can we cast Regina Hall? Yeah. Uh, can we? Can we cast? Um, I ain't gonna say something. Can we cast Megan Good? Can we? And, no, and I'm thinking these mm, are all. I think they're all kind of based in the same era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to keep everybody in the same like era. Mm-hmm. Um, but even with that you also got to look at scheduling like what was going on if this came out in december of 2007 let's say it was shot filmed and done by december 2006 maybe january 2007 like what other projects was other black women doing this may have been the absolute best choice all things considered that's what i'm trying i was trying to look up um you know, like black movies in 2007, but you know, mm-hmm. wasn't really. <laughs> you can't look those up because, of course, you can't. Yeah. 
But, so. you know, this was like, there's a few that come up, like American Gangster and Daddy's Little Girls and mm-hmm. Pride and The Great Debaters with Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. I just, I honestly feel like, and this is no shot to Gabrielle Union, because, I, again, I, I enjoy her in certain movies. <laughs> this easily could have been Jill Marie Jones' character. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They could have easily just switched pop, parts. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. And I think she would have did a better job. Um for me personally, like watching her performance on Girlfriends and in other, there was a movie where she played a lesbian, but it wasn't like, that wasn't her character, but she just happened to be a lesbian. And the way mm-hmm. she played it against this white woman who mm-hmm. had like two kids, like I, I forget the name, but it was such a good like scene that I remember her like checking those white kids, like you fucking over your mom. And, but all that being said, I, I'm, I think she has the range where she could have pulled this off. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it's no nothing against Gabrielle Union. It's just certain movies. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know if y'all could have should have put her in this role. Like, but then again, she, I think she probably was like the rom com, black rom com, mm-hmm. go to uh, black woman. movies. Yeah, yeah, that was her. Uh, Deliver us from Eva. Um, what's the one where she was sleeping with homeboy dad? Was that Morris Chestnut? Where she was sleeping with his dad, but. Like her, oh. his dad was a sugar daddy, but she had dated him. Yeah, she, like yeah. So a lot of those black movies of the mid two thousands, like that was her. Because that had Tatiana. What movie was that? That had Tatiana Ali. It had Jennifer Lewis too. She was Jennifer the L- mom. I can't. All them black movies truly run together. It wasn't the wood. <laughs> it wasn't um, the best man. It wasn't the brothers. Was it the brothers? It might have been the brothers. Because that had what's the chick from? Yeah, it was um, the brothers. Okay, yeah. And like so yeah, she was that girl where even if she wasn't the main girl, she was in she was in them films. <laughs> like that was like a black Twitter uh delegated uh film run <laughs> back then <laughs> cuz shit. The blacks was in there. Is it believable that her and, <laughs> and Jay Jizzy uh who was played played by Charlie Murphy, is it believable that they was married with three these three kids? With more backstory, yeah, because I could definitely see how a nigga who's an aspiring artist could be with her and then, like, take off. But I felt like the timeline was off because if we're looking at them kids (laughs) and John John, the oldest, is about nine or ten, something ain't clicking. Something's not right with them two. Uh, But they didn't have any chemistry. I didn't... I don't I think, think a lot of the only. I, I don't think anybody had chemistry in this movie, as far as like the kids. Uh, they had chemistry well, with each other. Like, the whole phase on love. Um, Rachel I, True. Yeah, like no. It, stop it straightening that woman's hair, damn it! You keep her hair curly. Don't mm. do that no more. Mm. That made me mad. Oh. I, I, there was really no reason. No, no, it was no reason okay, to. Okay, thank Cause you. she even said, cause yeah, she was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm find myself doing something different for him or something." And Gabrielle Kears was like, "Yeah, it's the new look," but it didn't. The look didn't continue through the movie. Right. It's not like she progressively turned into like this conservative black woman, like a Michelle Obama character. She was still the same. A different world looking ass girl. Half and half, sir. Half and half. That too. Yes, but yeah. Either way, they have the same look. Look, 
<laughs> different world is in every UPS, CBS, not CBS, Lord, you whatever, WB, you get what I'm saying, God damn it. But no, you're absolutely right. I just, I, I feel like that was maybe a personal decision on her part, because why? That's what I'm saying. I was like, I'm you, and maybe that's just me being a fan, but I'm like, don't straighten your hair out. Like, keep it, cur- like, girl, mm-hmm. stay natural and stay uh, hippie. No, I the, just, the second coming of Cree Summer. Yes. Oh, no. It didn't affect the plot. That's why I didn't like it. Like, if it, again, had it have progressively gotten her image, had it just changed drastically, then sure. Um, but even speaking of. Speaking of the friends, there could have just been one friend. We didn't need two friends. You could have. Combined I, I don't them agree with one. that. I think. I, I think that. I think that when you have, I always enjoy um, when we have black women. I like a group of black women, like a nice mm-hmm. little friendship group. I, I like that because you get two sides of everything. You know what I'm saying? Like Jill Marie Jones is always going to be Tony Childs to me. She was mm-hmm. Tony Childs in this one, just a little. No, she Tony definitely Child. was. But I don't. I see. I have to just. I agree with what you're saying. But for this movie specifically, and for the same reasons as I have about straightening that girl's hair, ultimately, like, would we didn't get? I don't know. I just feel like with Jim Marie Jones' character, she should have been the character. But you know what? No, I, I see what you're saying. But it still just to me was like some of these people, these characters could have been combined into one mm. and just save time and money. But I'm happy they got these checks, though. I ain't, nah, ain't going to hold you. You could have yeah. added more folks. But um, the woman who I think deserved the most in this movie mm. was the woman who had to um, massage Charlie Murphy's feet on camera. <laughs> she deserved a bonus. I know she was a white woman. I do not care. Give her reparations because that was some wild shit. <laughs> not reparations. Reparations for massaging them damn feet. What the fuck was that about? He's a rap celebrity. We didn't need to see that Full specific of money. part. He makes tons of money. That shit was gross. His feet were hideous. I was like, nigga, do you not in real life get manicures or pedicures at this time? Because what the fuck? Feet <laughs> looking like the letter C. Nigga. C for Charlie. I was like. C for Ugh. Charlie. They want moisturized. It's not believable to me that hun, that Gabriel Union and Charlie Murphy got together. It is not believable. Jay Jizzy and uh I ain't believable Nancy. that those was his kids. Say what? It's not believable that those was his kids. No. We had the same problem like Black uh, uh Best Man Holiday. Yeah, Casting director don't know how to cast kids correctly. No, that nigga said, I want kids and they sent him ten white kids. He said, <laughs> No. This is a black production. And they sent him some biracial kids. He said, No. It's like, well, we got these three. I want them all. <laughs> like a Pokemon. <laughs> Did you find that Charlie Murphy and Cat Williams was funny in this movie? Cat Williams was gay in this movie. And <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, were they trying to play it safe? That nigga was gay. There's no way that nigga wasn't gay. What? What is, what? This. I guess kudos, gay rights. Because he was gay. Um, Charlie Murphy wasn't funny. Um, he was very much set up to be, this is the villain. Let him be evil. And 
I feel like they went over the top with him, and that wasn't necessary. Like, you could just have him be an unattentive father. It didn't have mm-hmm. to be, get them fucking kids out of here. I'm doing a goddamn interview. I was like, what is this? This is not, yeah, I'm going to marry his mama just to break up with her. Like, that. all that shit was, we already got the picture he's a bad person. So, at the end, when he had that conversation with John John, where it's like almost like his redeeming moment, it didn't hit the same because all the other shit you... So, so no, he wasn't funny. Cat Williams was surprisingly entertaining. Not that he's not entertaining because he's a good actor, but when I realized his character was gay or queer or something, I was like, oh, this he's he's playing this really well. So that nigga gay. What? One thing I can say about it, they really did tone Cat Williams down for this yes. for his character. He was very toned yes. down. I thought Charlie Murphy was hilarious in this movie. He had me laughing because he was so over the top. And he was like, get them damn kids out of here. That's he shit. was the mustache twirling villain. And that's what I he liked. Was. He was so over the top with his. And I'm like, none of these songs are good. But no, no. And you know not what? Even, not even the, not even the, 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 uh, the one that was written by <laughs> Boris Chestnut's character. That Fuck song him. was horrible, too. I but it's also this movie and you, now that you say that I I I don't take back what I said but I do understand why he's over the top for a Christmas movie so yeah I I can acknowledge that that was good for the movie but it was so strange why was he wearing a paperboy hat like where it's he just said he don't want that shit that's for niggas that <laughs> sleep with niggas ex wives I don't know um but what I want to know is. And this is why I said this movie must have initially been written for another time of the year. Why would Morris Chestnut's character, Benjamin, run up to a active rapper <laughs> and give him a Christmas song on a CD? Like, that made no sense to me. If I am an aspiring songwriter and I want to get my music out, let's say Beyonce, Taylor Swift, um, let's say Nas, let's say uh, Jay-Z. Why would I give them a Christmas song? That's not their body of work. <laughs> this, that, this made no sense. No, this movie must have, they must have planned this, like just wrote it, but then was like, oh, this could be a Christmas movie. Because right. that is a major plot point that affects a lot of the rest of the movie. Like, why not make it be a love song and be like, oh, we just want to make this a Christmas? Because that, to me, that's, is that not wasn't weird? It like a, wasn't it like a love song? Like a, a no, it was a Christmas. It said Christmas in it. I know, but, but it if was, that doesn't it matter, about love too? It don't matter. Even if it had love and everything. Like, who puts, if you was talking about Jesus, like when Music Soul Child sung Love, it was initially supposed to be God, and they changed it to love. Mm. That would make more sense. But to go up to a recording artist, first of all, a rapper with a R&B song? What? What are we doing? This Drake. is 2007. But this is 2007. This that ain't 2022. This shit was dumb. I was like, no, this must have, this movie must have been a previous idea for something else. Or they were like, oh, we can make this a Christmas movie and get more money. Because if you take out Christmas and do everything the same, just literally exclude Christmas and make it a like a Grammy party or something versus a Christmas holiday party, mm-hmm. you're getting the same story. Even if you switch out um, Morris Chestnut and Faison being Santa and the Elf for something else. Like I work at a kiosk in a mall or in a toy store, and mm. these kids like there's you can make this work without being a Christmas movie. 
the very fact that he gave them a, a, a demo with a Christmas song, that is the stupidest shit out of this whole movie. Mm-hmm. That's dumb. Sign of the times, brother. 2007 was a different time, man. You wanted to get your music out there, brother. Okay, so on Easter weekend, I'm chasing down <laughs> motherfucking Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey to get them this Easter song. Can you put this on your album that comes out tomorrow? No, dumbass. <laughs> Fuck is this? More shit this character was stupid as shit. <laughs> Nigga, that was dumb. A Christmas song. Oh my! God. I hated I hated Morris Chestnuts and uh, Faze. I love friendship in here too. I was just like, I was like, y'all, y'all really have just known each other probably two weeks. They could have put Anthony Anderson. Two could play that game. Fat Anderson. Fat Anthony oh. Anderson was hilarious. <laughs> Whoa, he was fat. Yes, you just seen that a Leo movie? Romeo <laughs> must die. <laughs> Yeah, he was. Fat Anderson, Anthony Anderson was hilarious. Yeah, he was. When he side note, when he told her, I'm gonna get your Leah looking ass. That's that <laughs> that stuck with me to this day. That would never not be funny. Yeah. Oh, that would have been better if they would have had Anthony Anderson in this movie though. As and Aaliyah to replace. Oh, wait a minute. When did she pass? Never mind. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think she was. We ain't going down that road. Yeah, sorry, was, y'all. I think she was gone by that time, brother. Whew. <laughs> Any other? Oh. <laughs> yeah, let me try. Let me let me move on. Any other? <laughs> any other takes that you might have about this movie? Sicily motherfucking Tyson. No, <laughs> I um, I um, I, is this Queen better with Medea? If Medea honestly playing, playing Miss Christmas, honestly, I'm gonna say yeah. I'm honestly going to say, yeah, because this is just the type of over-the-top shit. Like, this could be a Medea movie. This truly could be. He, Tyler could take this. I think we're a couple million dollars away from it being a Medea movie. I mean, Tyler could have really, he could steal this man's whole flow right now and just add Medea, and it will work. And it'll make much more sense. Like, have Jim Marie Jones' character be, nope, Gabrielle Union be one of them None of them would be cousin, in this movie. Nieces. <laughs> None of them would. I think, I think Gabrielle Union would be in here, but it would. This ponytail killing me, too. The movie's actually on while we're recording. I just have it on I'm in the background. Too, yeah. But this this ponytail, boy, she just jailed it up and just That's like. That's the single mom ponytail, right? And <laughs> real quick, <laughs> the whole. <laughs> We got to get you dressed up, girl, so you can go out on this date. I was like, she looks the same. <laughs> she took her hair down. That's all you did. Yeah, she put on that, I don't know, um, Lord of the Rings dress. What was that dress? That was probably Game of Thrones. That was more of a Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah, that's it. Winter is definitely coming, sis. What are we? <laughs> no coat. I'm like... They must have shot this in L.A. because these niggas at Christmas time walk around with no... Like, when they had little girl Emily with no sleeves on her dress, I was really like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Where's this girl's sleeves? Because, <laughs> like, this looks cold. But, um, no, I think John John, for me, I think the scenes with him and Morris Chestnut went on for too long in the mall. Like, when he caught caught himself getting too comfortable with Benjamin. It was like, oh, I got to go. This whole, where you going? John, where you going? John, come back. John, <laughs> sir, like, cut this scene down by, like, three minutes. Also, I don't know what fat finger grown man they had 
who was supposed to represent John John's hands on that right. piano. That wasn't was even like, his hand. I said, this man has four children, grown? a 401k, and has been employed a few times. Who is this grown man? We didn't need to see his fingers. They did not need to show the keys on that piano. That was no. I said, we have to stop doing this podcast. I said, wait a minute. No. That's, that's, he look like he working concrete. That ain't, yes. John John don't have a job. John John ain't got them <laughs> thick ass sausage fingers. That's what he didn't have. I was very upset. Uh, I, where, did, where did that nigga work? <laughs> everywhere. That's where he works. Because what the fuck? Uh, and then the white guy who was like on the piano before. like that shit. And you know what? A lot of this, my complaints... I can overlook them because this movie is so campy. But he was like, ooh, is that $20 he got? I'm like, girl, you are at work. <laughs> Sit your ass back down. You are about to lose your job. You about to lose your job. And I'm like, Morris, you work here at this mall. What are we? Part-time. Like, Part but it still would have made more sense if he was like, if they were like, if they knew each other, like we yeah. all work at this mall part-time. He's like, oh, here's this money. Not, hey, do me this favors. And I, I don't know. It's it's minor shit, but I was like, this is dumb. This is really dumb. This is dumb as fuck. Um, I did enjoy, though, well, I'll say that for um, favorite scene, <coughs> rewind or whatever. Um, there was something else. I think it was something with the way that Charlie Murphy... I think it's when, when Benjamin was in that studio... Like, that whole collection of scenes was really weird to me. I mean, I was like, oh, she going to catch him and this and that. But I was like, he I hated that part. He don't deserve her. I Ooh. feel like more Benjamin. I feel like he is a villain. Like, out of all this shit that's going on, you are a bad person. You are not a good person. Like, why are you? I, okay. Can I give you a little bit of pushback? With Go that? ahead. Go so ahead. they established in the, in the beginning of the movie how great of a guy he is. And he initially was doing this because that little girl was like, I just want my mommy to get it. It all started with the little girl saying, I just want my mommy to get a compliment. Oh, little girl. And what would you like for Christmas besides everything? I don't want anything for me, just for my mommy. Really? What's your name, little girl? I'm Emily. That's my mom. (laughs) Which one, though? The one on the right? Yeah. Santa. Santa. Oh, 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 oh. yes, yes, oh, yes. See, it's like this. Those kids are bad, man. A little bunch of greedy little kids. Oh man, you tell me. See that one kid hit me? <laughs> yeah, he hit you with the holy field. Oh, good. Bad kid, man. Yeah, except for this one little girl. Yeah, what she want? All she wanted was for some dude to come up to her mother and just give her a compliment. Yeah, it seems like her parents split up a few years back, and I uh, guess her mother's been real sad lately. Was her mama fine? <laughs> well, you know, I have to say she is probably one of the most beautiful women I think I've ever seen. He was like, oh, okay. You know, I don't think he expected to start dating her. He was just like, did she go right there? I'm just gonna give her a compliment, like the look, cause he, remember he he was like running for the money, and he was just like my last like five dollars, and then he was just like, and then you got the two bums, and he was like, you okay? You okay? Here's my here's my scarf, 
which mm-hmm. you should have just gave away your your paperboy hat. But and then here here's my last five dollars, uh, poor mm-hmm. woman. Here you go. And then also uh, handwritten <laughs> eviction notice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like. What was that about? I the eviction notice said, "Get out!" <laughs> like, what is this cartoon? <laughs> I'd have flipped that bitch over instead. Paid. What type of landlord do you have that just writes? It's Terrence Howard. <laughs> rents do pass due. By humbug. That's yeah. But I I see your side of things, but I understand mm. that it really just was like they they tried to say, "Hey, he's got a he's he's a re- great heart," you know what I'm saying, and. He's just doing this for this little girl. And I was like, okay. So I, I really couldn't hold much against him because they did establish okay. him as a, a a poor man with a with a good heart. You know what I'm saying? He just needs no. to catch a break. Fuck him. No, and I agree with you there. I don't deny, I don't I don't even think he's an evil person, but my thing is you are dealing with the woman past the compliment. You are dealing with her children past a compliment. And if you can change your actions, behaviors, how you interact with their mom by them visiting you at your part-time job, you just need to leave her the fuck alone. Like, every time these kids come and give you some sob story or some happy story, you keep changing your behavior. That's a grown woman with feelings and emotions, kids, and responsibilities. And you're being jerked around because you a weak-ass motherfucker who can't... Like, the conversation was going to be uncomfortable no matter when you had it. But why should she have to find out at this big ass celebration with her bullshit ass baby daddy and he's fucking John John who's door to explorer who can get around the city with his eyes closed off a bike, skates, shoes, whatever. Couldn't stand him. Couldn't stand him. Look, I was like, look, nigga, if you can get around like this and you can play the piano, you need to be making money. And I would have bought him too. He come (laughs) come to my job and push me, me and him tussling. Bro, I I I can see the frustration with him, but like, with Benjamin, no, you, no, you don't get to be this nice guy who just, now she wants you back, whatever, but you ain't about to be, oh, I, it was just all oh, for the kids. This, you are having a relationship with her. Because what? my thing was, what <clears throat> if she was ugly? What if she was a man? What if she was somebody who was unappealing to you? So like no, I'm not. I don't. I don't give him no pat. Now I do understand one. This is a movie. It was made in 2007, and but I'm judging it with my understanding now. But even back then, like the whole issue was that you weren't being honest. But I did. I did like how his ultimatum was like: be with her and lose your career, or have your career and lose. Her. So I did like that. But overall, he wasn't just so deserving of being forgiven. You were, yeah, but a he, he left the relationship because the the oldest son was was sad about it, and he was just like, you know, like, and you started the relationship because the youngest daughter asked you to give the compliment. Like, so, no, you can't blame the kids. You are a grown ass no, man. No, no, I'm not blaming the kids. I'm just saying mm-hmm. with him supposed, supposedly being the guy with the kind heart. He mm-hmm. would, I, I see the conflict. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, I'm trying to do the right thing because mm-hmm. now that I've had a relationship with the woman and I have a relationship with these kids and I love these mm-hmm. kids, but clearly there's Supposedly. one who just wants their dad back. And he's yeah. just like, I mean, yes, he was dishonest about it, but if I'm being honest, <laughs> somebody got to be like, he got to, he got to like, his intentions were good. Yeah, they were. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. then when it's when he seen it, it was literally hurting one of the kids, which is little 
little bright ass nigga. But um, he's like, let me just, I'm gonna end it because it's just too no. much turmoil. And it's not like he ended it because his career, because he was writing for Jay Jizzy. Oh no, 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 no. He ended I don't, it because I don't. of the sun. Yeah, no, no. So I like that part because as far as the movie narratively, that was interesting. But no, I don't think he ended it for the career. But what I'm saying is, I don't give a fuck about you ending it because of that kid. You are in a relationship with this woman. So fucking what? Like you can't I can't I don't I don't even know what to damn compare it to, but the fact is you are dictating a relationship with another fully grown autonomous adult by some shit that kids are telling you and she has no idea. So in her mind, she already got this shitty ass fucking ex-husband. She's raising these kids on her own. She's lonely. She's mm-hmm. a lonely spinster with cats as children, apparently. Well, yeah. And she- <laughs> with a huge house. But no bruh. Again, if you so lonely, motherfucker, rent one of these rooms out. But no, um, but I feel like on from her point of view, I'm just a, a nice woman who has a shitty ex, and I am lonely. And I meet this man who is just giving me what I want in a compliment, and then we fall into this relationship. But because my fucking ki- like for me, take the Santa shit away. Motherfuckers date single parents every day. If every now, if you can't handle that, okay, this child is truly acting out. This doesn't work between us. That's one thing. But you letting these motherfuckers come tell you some damn Santa fictional made up shit. Like you can't also include her emotions in that and just be like, oh, okay. Again, I don't think he was so dismissive. Like they didn't matter. But you are dictating this woman's feelings and relationships based off of her kids, and all of that is a lie. Nobody knows that who you are, man. Uh, but was the I, dates and was the feelings that he had for her a lie? No, and that makes it worse. Like, so you really are falling into... <laughs> no, and it makes it worse because why aren't you being fucking honest? Because I get the compliment, and then I get, oh, the weird situation of like, oh, we dated, we went on a date. But at some point, you have to come clean, especially after John John came to see you or after that first time that Emily was like, my brother hates him and this, this, and that. No, what did you do? You took the information she gave you about their treatment, quote unquote, and you counteracted all of their shit. So you was a willing participant in it. like this. You could have just been honest. So no, that nigga don't get a pass for me. Fuck him. Wow. No, truly fuck it, him. And I it, wish she hadn't took it, take him back. Oh, go get your man. Fuck that nigga. Because if you're gonna be dishonest about that, what else might you be dishonest about? Well, but he was t- he took good care of the kids. It, the kids loved him. She loved him. I get what you're saying, but. Everything worked out. Uh, it, it, yeah, and sometimes it does. And I don't even say she wrong for taking it back because the heart wants what it wants. Yeah, but from the outside looking in, this shit is, mm, do they? Do these strangers look, love each other? Bruh, at the end of the movie, I just there, her baby daddy just is a, is shitty as fuck. That nigga is terrible. He was, and he literally said at the end of the movie, man, fuck them kids. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me go fuck these hoes. Yeah. And he was just yeah. like, when everything went down, the kids ran to him, and he picking them up, and she was just like, oh, I love you. They loved each other. Love conquers. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I guess. Love wins. Gay rights. Delicious. I hate you so Because, like, what the fuck, bro? I don't know. But I, all that being said, I did still enjoy the movie. Like, that, my issues with his character did not take me out of the movie. It was all bad all around. It so, all like, comes down to, like, what the kids felt. Like, if the kids felt betrayed, then it'd be a different story. But the kids you know was what? like. You, you're right. That, it, it, it ain't even about kids. the grown. You like these grown adults. No, it's really about like the yeah. kids. You're right. It's for the kids. Because them kids, them kids got treated like shit. 
Especially mm-hmm. about their dad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> side note, and then we'll go into the stats. Why the fuck are these rich-ass kids sitting on the stoop waiting on their fucking dad? Because their mom's a child abuser. Because why the <laughs> fuck would you sit them in the cold instead of in the fucking living room? It's snowing like hell. And they she knew that nigga was showing up. He's going to come. <laughs> no, she knew that nigga was showing up. Somebody could have snatched your kids. <laughs> these kids sitting on the fucking stoop of this but mansion. But just to reinforce and get you that emotion. Like, oh, he didn't show up. Girl. It would be different if your house looked like a shack. You have a big ass fucking house behind you. Y'all need to be in the heat. Yeah, that they was... sit out there like little bums waiting on their fucking like go. Don't, don't try to don't don't try to do this to me. See, but even with that that particular scene, and then later on when they are like court ordered, which what was that about? Like, yeah, have y'all not been divorced. <laughs> like, what is this MacGuffin ass plot line? But when they had to go stay with their dad for a week, I was like, but y'all was just what? Like, why is it bad now? You were just trying to, like, what the, because from a child's point of view, you don't, like, they never said, well, he didn't come get us last time, so I don't want to get my, they were just like, oh, no, I don't want to go with him. Let's go to our lake house for Christmas. Like, what? This movie was, this movie was a bunch of, this was just like Preacher's Wife. It was like a bunch of stories. No, fuck together. that. Jeremiah don't, Jeremiah didn't play that shit. The only problem with Jeremiah was his truck didn't work. He's like, it don't no. work. My truck, my ambulance don't work. <laughs> I'm was like, a bunch of it. shit. That's it what never... we needed. We needed Jeremiah. He would have made it better. And let him be the only kid. Nobody yes. else. No, him and Hakeem. Bring them both. Hakeem's my brother. <laughs> Hakeem had one line in this whole movie. Get, shut the fuck up, oh Jeremiah. Yeah. I hate man. It is that time for some stats, aka movie nerd knowledge time. Rain, can you guess the budget for this movie? Two million. Gotta do better than that. We got some big stars in here, man. It's two thousand (laughs) seven. You can't just stop 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 being cheap, okay? This is not a Tyler Perry production, all right? Oh, the shade. Uh, let's see. Okay, well, I would say maybe maybe fifteen million. The budget for this movie was twenty million dollars. Okay, I could see that. Now let's get into. I had, to, I, had to, I had to grab this quote real quick. <laughs> Go ahead. The film was neither a critical nor commercial success. Rotten Tomatoes reported it at 19% of critics gave gave positive reviews based on 59 reviews. It has a consensus stating that The Perfect Holiday is a perfect example of Christmas Christmas movie cliches run amok. Metacritic <laughs> gave the film a 32 out of 100 approval oh. rating based on 22 reviews indicating generally unfavorable reviews on this oh, oh. Now, here we go. Here, let's oh, get into it. Come on. Opening weekend. <clears throat> Where do you think this movie came in at? 2007. It's a holiday movie. Black cast. Give me. Give me. Mm. I want you to give me how much it made, but I don't. I would say maybe. But no, if it made this, maybe number four. Four, somewhere between seven and four. 
the movie came in at number six at the box office. Let's okay. go over what was out that week. First week Toy out. Story. Number oh. one. <laughs> we got something close, though. Number uh, one, I Am Legend, Will Smith. Ooh, okay. Number two, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Mm-hmm. Number mm. three, The Golden Compass. Number four, Ooh. Enchanted. Ooh, Number shit. five, No Country for Old Men. Oh, this movie was a success then. There were some heavy hitters. The kids' movies. The, yeah. Well, it really wasn't because. Why not? The first weekend, the movie grossed $2.2 million. Oh, yikes. Overall gross, $5.8 million. Oh, no. <laughs> no. The budget was $20 million. They lost everything. That's why I never heard of this movie. <laughs> Thanos snap. No. The first week it, here's the thing. The first week it earned two point two million dollars. The next week it made nine hundred thousand. Didn't even touch a million the next week. See, I I still think it was a good opening, not maybe monetarily, but because you got so high when you on the list. Like a six under all of those movies, that's that's not bad. Now the money, sure. <laughs> But like to open at a six out of all the children's movies, I am legend. Will Smith was like huge. Wait, is that Disney that, or Will Smith? That's Will Smith. Okay, that so, was like he was he was a jugger. That movie was a juggernaut for him. No, that's what I'm saying. Like those are big, heavy movies. So to come at like a six under all of them, that's truly not bad. And but they both open. They open the same weekend. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's not, and I know there are different types of movies, but what's the you say Alvin and Chipmunks? And what else was the second? So it was it was number one, I Am Legend. Number two, um, number two was Alvin and the Chipmunks. Number three was Golden Compass. Number four was Enchanted, which they just did the sequel. Oh, nigga, Enchanted two, that white woman. Number five was No Country for Old Men, which like I think won an Oscar. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like when you're going up against those type of movies, that's like. Again, to be very predictable, releasing an album on July uh, when Renaissance dropped. Like, if you make it at number three when she's number one, that's not nothing to sneeze at. That's good. Yeah, but, but yeah, as far as money, for it to, no. For it to be a success, you have to make the money. <laughs> yeah, back. no, them niggas it overall <laughs> grossed five million dollars. Oh, they lost fifteen million. Ain't that a bit? Well, probably, well no, no, they lost fourteen point one million. <laughs> like, what the fuck, bruh? Who? They was like, yeah, we ain't getting no sequel. Of course not. Should have combined them characters, brother. Combined them characters, my boy. <laughs> you would have saved some money. These little... <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, well, at least they got a check. Yeah. They check cl- cleared, but the studio... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and who was, like, eh. who was the nigga that did this? You said what he did in 97? <laughs> Lance Hun Rivera. Ugh, which we're remarkable. Which we're going to get to. We are going to get to that. I only have two facts. I almost state the the first one that I found was the perfect Christmas wrapped by Charlie Murphy was written by Dale Harris, an independent DJ and songwriter. It was mm. written on a menu while he was oh. working at a hot dog and smoothie restaurant. That tracks. Hence why it was like so it. bad. Hence why it, all of his songs were very bad. Because I'm pretty sure all the songs were written on a napkin it felt like um till the whole city black lightning is back that's what it felt like <laughs> it felt like that nigga somebody's cousin who did the black lightning theme song and more chestnut lip syncing 
Like, girl, this is a chop. What are you doing? You suck at this. You suck. This is not good, Mr. Postman. They should have had uh, Terrence Howard saying he should have did that. They should have had Dwayne Martin. Or at least have Queen Latifah rap some, do some. Yeah, she They didn't have. do nothing. They was just there. Everybody here just got a check. I think they was just cool with uh, Lance Rivera, and they was just like, come on, just get in the movie, man. I yeah, got a check I, for you. It'll make plenty of money. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, for them, not for him, it felt like this movie was shot in like, I don't know, a week, a week and a half. And they were like, Queen Latifah, Terrence Howard, <clears throat> you guys show up Saturday between 9 a.m. and 12 like we're just gonna knock your scenes out right what is this <laughs> so let's get wow, to wow, it wow. come on the jay-z connection oh lord to this movie his studio and i found it and i'm super excited about this come on just let me read it and then you tell me for yourself okay. i found it from an old i had to double check a few things cross-reference some stuff but this is true I'm just going to read the story. <laughs> Jay-Z pleaded guilty Wednesday Wednesday morning to stabbing record producer Lance Unrivera in December 1999 and is expected to be sentenced to probation. <laughs> Before the plea, Jay-Z faced up to 15 years in jail on charges of felony assault in the second degree found guilty at trial. Rivera had drafted a civil suit against Jay-Z following his arrest, but didn't file after they settled a matter out of court for between $500,000 to $1 million, according to the Associated Press. That's right, folks. The director of this movie was stabbed by Jay-Z. And he used that money to make this movie. He said, I'm a show jigger what jigger who. <laughs> so my conspiracy theory is Jay Jizzy oh, is man. actually making fun of Jay-Z. And that's what I thought. <laughs> like watching, I was like, this is what other rapper in 2007 named Jay anything. So I I thought that, but you confirm, I, I take it as canon. This is canon. Now the rumor is, because it's been a very... Uh, miss, big mystery on why Jay-Z, because nobody knows why Jay-Z stabbed him. So the mm. consistent thing um, that I kept reading, and I'm not saying this is true, but this, Allegedly. Is, this is all consistent from what I keep reading. Allegedly. There was a rapper. Her name was Charlie Baltimore. Oh, yes. And the rumor is that Jay-Z was dating her, uh, mm-hmm. and Lance Rivera had a relationship with her, and Jay-Z stabbed her stabbed him over Charlie Baltimore. They should have put that in this movie. Charlie Baltimore was a beautiful. Uh, what was she? Hold up. <laughs> How she do you feel about voice, the Jay Z right? connection to this movie? <clears throat> I like it. It makes it more interesting. I like uh, Jazzy J, Jay Jizzy. I like him more because <laughs> that's like I I truly like that. Like when I see like books and stuff and then later you see oh this character was based off of this or you see something in a movie and in a movie that a book that turned him like i like those connections so i'm happy he stabbed him because like what if we okay that sounds very <laughs> terrible let me walk that back in the context of this movie knowing that that event happened and then this movie gave us a caricature of him 
it was stand the reason that that event worked out in our favor because we could enjoy this movie. But like, can you imagine who this nigga would have been if not Jay Z? <laughs> what if he's based off of Nas and he's just talking extremely low the whole movie? Like, right. what? This could have been. So I don't know. I um, but that leads me to think, and this could be reaching. But who is Delicious based off of then? Mm. That nigga is clearly gay. I'm sorry. Is it Diddy? Like, I don't know. Um, Allegedly. Allegedly. But this nigga, this nigga is this nigga. So, (laughs) (laughs) So listeners, your job before next season, (laughs) figure out the secret of Delicious. Who is Delicious? (laughs) Use the hashtag Uncover delicious and use un in capital letters for unravera. <laughs> that's uh that's blues brother from Jason's lyric. No, from Holiday Heart. Oh, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> bro, fuck it you. all goes together. It all it is. It is. Oh man, he was at that church <laughs> trying to find talent. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> you here for the holidays? Holiday Heart 3. Blues Holiday's Revenge. (laughs) Wait. Wait. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I I went crazy when I found out that Jay-Z stabbed this dude back in in 99. Also, what does that look like? Like, what does Jay-Z pulling out a knife and stabbing this nigga? Bro, what does that look like? You got to listen to everything. There's, like... There's pictures of him getting arrested uh, for stabbing him everything. Hey, don't fuck with Charlie Baltimore. Where is she at? Like, with her red hair. She probably got a TV One special. <laughs> or that uh, TV One or um, BET Plus or some shit. Not going to hold you, though. Centric. Them, them, them unsungs, they usually be pretty good. Oh, they always good. Even, yeah. like, even for bands you may not know about, you just know a song or two of them. Like When I found out that what's the model nigga Tyson Tyson Beckford mm-hmm. who's like Asian and black this nigga was a like drug kingpin back in the Caribbean right and he moved <laughs> here to like do music and he helped this like drug addict lady with her kid he was like if I come back here and this kid clothes ain't clean I'ma beat your ass I was like bro what is what is your life nigga what <laughs> what are we talking about so yeah that shit is wild yeah <laughs> He got stabbed by Jay-Z in 99. It was like, I'll just make a movie about him. Man, why not? Because that was Jay-Z. I said, man, once I found that out and rewatched the movie, I was like, because typically I watch the movie, I'll do the research, go back and watch it again to see what I can catch. And I was like, this is Jay-Z. He's yeah. making fun of Jay-Z in this movie. Yeah. What Do you know what, if he stabbed him in 99, I said this movie's probably written in 05, 06-ish. Well, they had a, so they was beefing. They never really squashed the beef between each other. <laughs> of after course that. not, nigga. I mean, yeah. Stab me. What the fuck, <laughs> bro? This was his diss track because uh, Rivera is not a recording artist, right? Right. He's just a, he's yeah, a producer. So, he's a so this record is producer, his diss record track. exec. Yeah. Oh. Is delicious him? Wait a minute. Mm. Come on, Rivera. Yes, girl. <laughs> Let it be known, baby. Said, Come on, Rivera. <laughs> Let it be known. Oh this my 2022. God, he got stabbed over a woman. Jay was like, uh, I love her. Yeah, just, allegedly. Her hair. Allegedly. 
fire engine truck red hair. I love her. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh. And here go Gabrielle Union, just boring up the place. So what's next? <laughs> See, if I say it though, I'm wrong. No, nigga, you. You said she can't be in black movies. You said there should be said, some law to make her only be a white figure. She just put her hair in this struggle ponytail and just go about her business. Man, all of them had struggle hair. Get out. Stop. Jim Marie Jones was, and um, Rachel True, both, they stuff was straight. Get Stop. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Oh shit! Yeah, so you just hate Gabrielle Union? You know, no, I don't. I just feel I'm like afraid. she don't deserve. She don't really need to. <laughs> she be don't deserve. These, she don't need to be in some of these movies. <laughs> he says she don't deserve it. You taking spots away from black women, but no. <laughs> but I'm a no, no, Gabby. <laughs> I just feel like it just it don't work sometimes. Yeah, no, you're right. Like she didn't work in this movie for me, and that's not no. saying that she's not a great actress. She just didn't work in this part. Mm. But, you know, like I said before, I, I said it for, before and I'll say it again. She just was, probably said yes and said yes to like a, you know, medium-sized check. Yeah, I mean. She was like, well, you know, you know, if I could just come in here and just get another credit under my name, that'll be great. I mean, I'm with it. Shit, I say do all these shitty-ass movies. Keep that money coming. <laughs> all right, it is category time. Yes. Rain? <clears throat> what up? Where did you rewind? What were some of your favorite scenes in Bro, the, movie? the movie? I'm guessing it was the cartoon in the beginning was one of your favorites. Nigga, no. What the <laughs> fuck? Cut that shit out. Bring this runtime down. That's what it was. It was like, we need the movie's only minutes. an hour and a half. <laughs> I don't care. Cut that shit out. Um, the end, because I don't think it was deserved, but when <laughs> Charlie Murphy was like, you know I love your mom, right? Sometimes I just get mad and say stuff I don't mean. I was like, sir, you've been cussing these kids out this house. So truly, to be quite honest, the whole Christmas party, but like him having that interview and be like, yeah. oh, I love family. Like your kids here. And see, I like that scene because I thought they were saying your kids are here so he could play them up as like his accessories. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, put them niggas in the fitting room. <laughs> I was like, what? So that part, when he was at dinner... And he was talking about your mama's a princess and she loved this paper and this like whatever that was. It's like, no, I can't stay. I got but your mama loved this paper. She I, something about I drop it off and Amy called her late and she was like, Well, a heads up would have been their relationship was so fucking toxic. There we go. Hey, all my peeps. And there it went. Daddy! Look at all my shorties. Supposed to call first, James. That's me calling right now. Hello? Yeah, Kim, he's right here. Thanks so much for the heads up. Hey, well, you know, uh, <clears throat> I was in the vicinity and uh, knew you wouldn't mind me dropping this off personally. Oh, you know, I'd like it a lot better in the mail. You can just set it on the table. Hey, uh, I ain't missed nobody's birthday or nothing, did I? <sighs> no, Mom just made it because he's a really great mom and she makes things. You want steak for dessert? Nah. Can't do that. Now, no dessert for me. Actually, my dessert's out in the car. Well, thanks for the check, James. Daddy, wait. Guess what happened today? A man saw mommy and said, 
she looked nice. Is that so? Your mommy does look nice. Yep. Yeah. And at these prices, your mommy could be looking a whole lot better. I mean, your mommy got a lot of paper. Your mommy got so much paper, when she walk down the street, trees get scared. It was bad. <laughs> Bro. It was very bad. Um, I think the, uh, anything Terrence Howard, but specifically when he told John John that Santa was dead, I laughed <laughs> from my feet to the top of my head. Why would you say that to a child? He's by Humbug. <laughs> yeah, that He's shit was funny as fuck, though. That nigga was like, Santa's dead. Fuck. There was this, the part where <sighs> it was something with the kids. It was something with the kids. But that first meeting, though, was really cute with Emily and um and Santa. Like, she, like you said, she carried a lot of this. So, mm-hmm. that first meeting with her. And I don't know, man. There's been so many parts. Um, you had a lot of scenes. That you like, yeah, because this the movie was terrible, but I rewound everything. I rewound, I'm like not even kidding. Like I was going back, like this is shitty, this is fat phobic, this is out of date. These clothes don't stack up. Oh man, the wide, the, the big wide jeans and the paperboy hat, Bruh, Even Faison loves outfits as a big nigga. I was like, why is this jacket like floor to ceiling length? And with tape on it, what is this about? Leather jacket. He's a bounty hunter. Bruh, that that story should have been the main story. Because <laughs> that was more interesting. Yeah, and that's that's it. Probably, man, maybe when he was talking to Morris Chester and he told him everything and they like had a little moment. But I was like, this shit. You could be honest with this nigga, but not with his mama. Puss ass nigga. No, but uh, oh that's it. God. That's it. I really had like three... The scene with Charlie Murphy and Cat Williams are talking about his new album. <laughs> that shit was funny as hell. I, I yeah. died laughing. When Delicious and Jay Jizzy was talking about his album, that was very funny. I mm-hmm. really enjoyed that. So what y'all think? Sounds like a spiritual. It's like an old spiritual, boss. Oh, yeah. I'm sure all the saints was thinking holy, holy, holy with the nasty booty shaking scene. That's so spiritual. Yeah. Rottweiler, not sexy. Like this. Put him on your back and jangle all the way. What's wrong, man? Mm, nothing. No problem. Well, I mean, I know you, man. What's wrong? Nothing. I told you, boss, the album's good. It's good. Good? Well, you know, when I say good, I mean good in a great way. It's got the necessary G's. It's got girls. It's got gangsters. It's got Gucci. Yeah, but what, what don't it got? Tell you, it just, it just don't have no heart. No heart? Come on, man. I know every song on the record, okay? Black Christmas, Three Thugs. I got doodle on my shoe. Come on. Yeah, that yeah. Was- fabulous. Each and every one. But? But we still want song short, Jay. We want Christmas in the air, fabulous, brotherly love, the jingle, ding, 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 the spirit song. We that song short. Remember this? Can't stop, won't stop, huh? Can't stop, won't stop. Yes. Okay? Can't stop. 
a Christmas song show. I could do that. The end. I'm just like you. The end. Charlie Murphy's speech about fuck them kids <laughs> was great. I didn't even believe him when he was when he was talking to his son about you know yes. I love your mama, I love you. I, I didn't yes. believe that. He was like, man, fuck them kids. Fuck all y'all. Y'all y'all. He fired his son. Yes, yes, yes. He fired everybody. So like y'all fired. <laughs> and he's just like, fuck them kids. Fuck all y'all. Let me go yeah. get. It. You know I love you. <laughs> you know I love your mama. You know I love you, right? You okay? You want me to come with you so you don't have to spend Christmas alone? Oh, I got plenty of company. That ain't the reason why you can't come with me, though. You ought to be with your mama. I mean, she got this whole holiday thing down to a science. Fact is, she always did. And you're right. It's a good song, too. Told you. Hey, you know I love you and your mama, right? Yeah. Your brother and your sister, I love all of y'all. Sometimes I get carried away with this whole Jay Jizzy's thing and I say stuff to hurt people's feelings, but I don't mean it. Merry Christmas, Dad. Yeah, Merry he, Christmas. I don't even think it's the speech. I think it's because it's Charlie Murphy. No, yeah. I and the way that. he said it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that because nobody else could deliver it like him. And it wasn't meant for a funny. I don't think it was meant for a funny no. moment. No, it, it wasn't. Was that, was serious. that was his redeeming moment as like the villain. Like though he's a villain, he got, he got a soft heart. No, no, he was telling the Dave Chappelle story. That's what that sounded like. <laughs> Fuck your couch, nigga. That's what that sounded like. Shit. Oh my god, and um. When Benjamin was playing the piano with John John, and we seen the mm. fat fingers, <laughs> like other than the fat fingers, the <laughs> seeing that John John had working man hands, actually that was a pretty cool moment. He was like, "It was." He was like, "Hey, you got it, you got it." And they was playing. And, what was that white dude doing? The boob before them. It was like cabaret, but Christmas, <laughs> and, but like in the food court. It was yeah. so odd. I was like, nigga, what? What is this mall? Is this like a real mall, and maybe they section off, like they reserve this portion for the movie? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the fuck. That I was is. like, what are you doing, bro? Like, I didn't get it, but maybe it fits. Nothing. So who knows? He doing nothing, <laughs> bitch, nigga. But I thought that moment was a very, uh, very good moment, and it was <laughs> mm-hmm. a little. Con- it was a, the only real connection that he kind of had with them kids. Well, with anybody. Well, John, John. I, I like the little the the stuff that was happening between him and the little girl, and I thought that was, you know, it was cute. You know what I'm saying? But mm. that's it. I ain't had nothing else. That's I wish right. I wish that middle child would have had a little bit more scenes. I'm that middle I'm... child is actually Monica Calhoun's son, <laughs> and it was like your did career. He, has he to died in bed with. Her. <laughs> he did. He did <laughs> off screen. You didn't know, but he also died of cancer or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> that kid, he deserves so much better. So much. All of them kids Mikey. deserve better. Everybody in this movie deserves. Where were they located? What I have they no LA? idea. They, they had to be saying. in New York. There was no snow. There was snow. It was just CGI. 
That was weird. <laughs> that was weird as fuck. Like I was like, just keep that as a long shot because when they close up on them kids on the balcony, I was like, dude, this ki- this is where the kids acting really shine because there was no snow. Right. There was no snow. It was the CGI at all. snow. This was dumb. And if it is in New York, that wasn't December. No, that was April. That was not like I didn't see nobody's breath. Like the the Salvation Army nigga. Like why was he even in this movie? But like, <laughs> Bill did not work. And he, hmm. Yeah. Uh, next category. I want the Oscar. A particular actor and actress was overacting, or a particular actor and actress was acting their ass off. Who you got, Rain? Everybody, shit. Um, I think I have to go with. I'd have to go with John John. He was a bit much, and out of the three I don't kids, get it. I don't get it. No, because I, I think he was like doing a lot. I think he was doing a lot, and I think, um, like. The performance he put on, to me, felt like a child. Like, oh, I, why are you dating my mom and this and that? Like, I feel like he I, both was overacting and, like, scaled down to a child actor was acting. Like, I, I just, I think it's him. I got to go with John John. Or Charlie Murphy. Him. But I, I have to go with John John. <laughs> I couldn't stand him. Couldn't stand him. Man, he was cool. <sighs> you... Have got it all wrong yet Uh-oh. again. Tell me. You know who I'm picking. Emily. Emily. <laughs> she was so cute. She was cute. She was. She, she was acting like a little girl, and all she wanted mm-hmm. was her mom to have a man to just give her a compliment. Mm-hmm. She was very she was she was very lovable. That was the only reason I, why I enjoyed this movie. Because I just <laughs> felt like she 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 killed it. She killed yeah, it. Yes, she did. I wonder if the actual actress had has brothers because she like did a good job with the brother scenes. Like mm-hmm. she really felt like I don't know, it, but you get it. Like it felt like she was a sibling. Like right. this is nothing new. So yeah, right. Come and her. I'm a, I got an honorable mention to Charlie Murphy because if he was actually being Jay Z, <laughs> <laughs> not bad. <laughs> No, yeah. Early yeah. 2000 Jay Z. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I got you. I got, this was nothing but Jay Z with the the clothing line. Mm-hmm. That was everything. Mm-hmm. But I want to know, and maybe this is just me. And I mentioned this um, when I was like kind of watching it as a mother, and women, you know, react or whatever. But are you? talking about your love life with your homegirls and your five-year-old daughter like Mm. that to me was really and i get that that sets up the daughter talking to santa but to me it would have made more sense if they were having that conversation and she just happened to overhear that her mom like in the next room was lonely but to be like "Mm -hmm, girl yeah you know i just want a man to compliment i just want oh she did yeah she was saying that to her and and i'm not even like demonizing her like don't say shit but because i'm not a woman i'm not a mother i don't have a daughter Mm -hmm. but i'm like some stuff kids ain't should not be hearing especially when like their father is in their life Mm. like i don't know it just felt because they showed a scene I mean, where John really John ain't in Eve, life for real, No, no, no. But he, he, what I'm saying is, like, he is 
a presence, even if he's not like there every day. He's horrible. Okay, take that off the table. Either way, it's still weird to talk about your love life or lack thereof around your child in such a way. Like, it would be different if it was like, you know, mommy's going on a date, mommy met a new friend or whatever. Yeah. But this whole, like, oh, Tony Childs, girl, I'm lonely. I need a man to hug me. I need a man to compliment me. It's, so I don't know. And I could be wrong. You know, again, I'm not a woman. I don't have a daughter. So mothers, daughters, <laughs> let me know. But that was kind of weird to me. When John John overheard, he eavesdropped in like a later scene. Why couldn't Emily have done the same and then be like, I'm going to ask Santa for a boyfriend for my mommy or something? Hmm. <laughs> and also, I'm sorry, I can't go past this. Queen Latifah's character letting John John into this closed mall to go meet this grown man playing Santa. <laughs> and I know, I get the movie we're looking at, so I understand what I'm watching, but I was like, Wait a minute. Who is this? We don't know what's happening here. What is going on? Get that nigga out of here. Like, you're, okay, come on, man. Come, it's a hey. Christmas movie. It could have been a horror now you, movie. You were sitting here riding. Now you, your black ass was sitting here riding for fucking Dudley and them and, and all the preacher's wife cast and all this other shit. But now, it's, now, now you can't stand the whole situation of letting this kid in because he believes that Sam, Santa was granting wishes. I, you know what? That nigga, Emily the reason he even realized that shit. He kept telling that motherfucker, oh, that ain't real. She said, yeah, he is, bitch. Let wow. Let show you how. Mom got a compliment. And now, since she has no job, her and her friends are going to stake out at Starbucks. She don't need a job because Jay Jizzy is giving her all that money. Range <laughs> Rover, everything. This movie was wild. Like, where was Dudley? We just needed Dudley. You could have got they rid of both of them Dudley. and just brought Dudley down. Wait, but for who? Oh, oh. Queen Latifah and Terrence Howard. No. Get rid of them. Well, I was thinking you was talking about more Chestnut and Gabriel. You, <laughs> you just got rid of them and put in Dudley for them too. This would have been a better movie. Just bring Dudley down and be like, what can I help you with? Oh, man. With his little book. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, next category. We're terrible people. Could this be made in 2022? Could this be a show and or movie? Yes. Of course it could. I think we just wrote it. We'll tell yeah. it with Medea. No, truly, yeah. Just give it maybe two more rounds of edits because. Just make Medea the fixed. Queen Latifah character. Mm hmm. And you can take out Terrence Howard, or if we want to get really nitty gritty with it, put Queen Latifah and Dudley in it. And instead of a bad and a good person, they're just both racing to do good um, for the couple. And they keep kind of like fucking each other up because they're trying to both do a good job and they kind of ultimately be messing shit up. So, mm. but yeah, I say it could be made. Yeah, I, I feel Bring the same way. Bring back the same cast. No, exactly no, 20 no, million. no, wait. And let's no, see if we can get no, over 20 million this no, time. No, <laughs> we can't do the same cast, please. Morris Chestnut has more Morris Chestnut's Chestnut's role. acting can take it. Like, I, don't think Look, his, I don't think his face can take it. So you're saying he he has low acting bucks. There's, he only has so many more that acting nigga, bucks acting in the bank. Acting credit is is bad. <laughs> he, have, he, have a, he got a 350 acting credit. He got to recharge. He got his credit. <laughs> he his acting credit deal. score is three four hundred. 
We'll switch him out for Sterling K. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's my go-to favorite. Him and Idris Elba. Just switch him out for them niggas. <laughs> or Terrence Howard. Let him play. <laughs> Terrence Howard would be horrible in this movie. Let him be. He would have been horrible in this. <gasps> oh my god! We could have had Terrence Howard as Jay Jizzy instead, mm-hmm. but he could have been Jay. He would have been a DJ for. Uh, yep. <laughs> Whoop that trick, hustle and flow. Hey man, I'm in charge. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> fuck the kids, man. Fuck them yeah. all. I can, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got time for the kids, man. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, this could have. Yeah, I'm, I'm why couldn't that. this have been? The UPN WB crossover multi uh, multiverse of madness movie. They should have just Too brought all of right. them characters in that movie. Like I needed everybody. Where was Joan? Moesha. What was the Jim other Parker. sister from from uh, from Half and Half? Yeah, that girl. Bring them all in. Bring in DD too. Yeah, that would have <laughs> that would have been more than twenty million. And they probably would have made six million. No, back. twenty million would have covered everybody from from UPNWB. That would have covered that. <laughs> you said them niggas weren't making no money. Tasha Mack was Tasha Mack. Kyle Tasha Mack could have been in here. Mm-hmm. Steve Hightower. All them of too. them. Bring them in. What kind of shit, <laughs> bro? This movie would have broke. Like, yeah, they too much black. They could have slid a Kenan and Kel uh, cameo in here somewhere. <laughs> Let oh, them be Queen Latifah and, and Terrence Howard. <laughs> Mr. Oh, Christmas and go. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can see that. We need to write a movie. Ray, we need to do. We need to do a, a a UPN WB crossover multi. We need to do it everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes, movie with <laughs> UPN and WB characters. No, yeah, I'm it with be it. A hit. I'm with it. Shit. That's <laughs> I'm oh, by the way, I said yes. Yes, they could. They could have done this, um, and it could be a two B original <sighs> if they remade it in twenty twenty two. But how much? Little Mama could have been Gabrielle. No, no. <laughs> Lee, that have you watched her movies on Tubi? They're actually pretty decent. I don't care. <laughs> I do not know. She is uh, her and Shad Moss. Keep them both away from all TV screens. We could have had her and. Uh, Romeo Miller. Uh, there you go. The perfect the perfect holiday. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? That would have sure. been perfect. Romeo Miller could have played Boris Chestnut's character and Lil Mama could play Gabrielle Yu's character. Honestly, I would watch that. And then you know you gotta throw uh what was the dude? Moise's boyfriend from uh Q? Bald headed dude. Yeah, cute. Wait, Hakeem, the dark one, or no, Q, no, no, the brown skin guy? And he dead? Nah. That's oh, Romeo well, yeah, Santana. He dead. No, Fredro Starr. Oh, yeah. That's his name. Fredro Starr. He was, he okay. was Moesha's boy. He, he, he gotta be in it. If it's Tubi, <laughs> he gotta be the villain. He J. Jizzy. <laughs> Short nigga. Yeah, go ahead. Throw him in there. Who plays yeah. Delicious? <laughs> um... No, wait, wait. No, I mean, I mean, he be what's that? What's the cop? The cop trope where like I've been in this business for too long. I'm just trying to retire. Yeah, throw him in there. Put a little oh. perm on him. 
Delicious. I hate that they called him that. Delicious? I hate, yes, because when Gabriel, I didn't realize that was, like, I heard it, but I don't think I really, like, cared. But at the Christmas party, when she said, delicious, don't try to handle me, I was like, wait, you are truly calling this man? I mean, if that's your, whatever, to each his own. To each his own. I was facing on love in this movie. He's terrible. Uh, Next category. Does this movie put you in the Christmas spirit range? Yes. Yes, it does. Me too. Yes. God, yes. <laughs> to uh, a fault. <laughs> yes. God. Come on, I tell you, them yellow Santa outfits was nice. I'll give a fuck what you say. That I yellow. Thought was, I thought that was kind of cool, too. Bruh. He being, being, he being a rapper and stuff like that. That was nice. Costume designer. Why does designer. it look so? Real quick, side note. I, mm. The movie's still on. It's yeah, on my replay. <laughs> They wearing scarves. They look hot as hell. That's what I'm saying. Where are they? Where is this supposed to be? Cause, bruh. And then Morris in this damn fat suit and wig and and, and um, lace beard. I know this nigga was hot. Mm-mm. Okay, my bad. Um, y'all, same thing. Christmas spirit, man. Yeah. It really did. This out of every movie we did this month, <laughs> this was the only one that put me in the Christmas spirit. Shit, because everything else was br- fire and brimstone. Shit, this shit is the only thing that made sense. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And it was fun. It had the same chaos and and absurdity as the other movies, but it was just in Christmas. Yeah, I felt like this was this is this is like really this really put me in the Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. I would Even watch though this it's again. hot as hell, and ain't nobody mm-hmm. breathing. You can't see nobody's breath. They wearing mm-hmm. these hot ass scarves, and it's got but, to be at least seventy eight degrees where they was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the scarves was hot. They look like light material. But Morris and that wig, he got to be burning up. What about that big ass coat he had on? That big yeah, that coat too. to go with his newsies uh. hat. <laughs> and them huge ass clothes, them five X jeans he was wearing. Hey. That was Jordan specials right there. Ugh, gross. That yellow though, that yellow Santa fit is nice. Hey, Jay Jizzy, Jay Jizzy, that nigga got style. We ain't gonna say that. Hold on. With the yellow, yeah. And he <laughs> got nice with these. pedicure feet. <laughs> Cat wheels with these pants is way bigger than him. We, wow, what were we Them doing? High waist jeans, <laughs> everything. Just trying shit out. Rolling up the cuff of your 5X jeans. All right. It's time for the most important part of the show. Mm -hmm. Rain, who won the movie? I did. I won. (laughs) This was so fun. This was so fun. No, um, it's either between... Because to be quite honest, I know I could say everybody, but I think in this movie, mm-hmm. honestly, it is everybody. Um, hmm. I want, no, I, I want to say everybody because if you look at the, the storylines, like, <sighs> Jay Jizzy got to have his career, kind of shit on his kids and still come out okay. Uh, Cindy got what she wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of the contract, um, Benjamin also got both things that he wanted the kids got a dad not that they were hunting for one but like nobody came out bad in this movie um hell even 
Faison's character and Rachel, they like I I truly think that everybody won. Relationship. Yeah. The only person that might have lost was probably like Jill Marie Jones' character. And I only say that because we didn't get any type of resolution with her. She just but flew she back to California a... and talked to Joan about her weekend in New York. Because <laughs> that's all this was. <laughs> all this shit happened over 48 hours. But no, I just. I just... This, is a, this is a weekend in New York. You should say, Joan, you remember, uh, you remember what's his name? <laughs> Girl, let me tell you what happened. You remember yes. Nancy? We this all went to flashback. college together. <laughs> episode of girlfriends <laughs> this movie is the flashback you remember nancy you mean the one who mm. married jay jizzy yeah Mm-mm. let me tell you what happened girl she got a fine man too mm, with a with a big old um with a new yeah that <laughs> so no i truly think everybody won because even cat williams delicious he got fired but then he clearly linked up with this benjamin nigga like so honestly everybody won mm nobody I can't think of anybody who lost or anybody who won more than another because everybody needs were met at the end of the movie mm. okay that's actually a pretty good answer I mean mm-hmm. not answer but that's a pretty good choice I like that yeah fuck that Jay Jizzy ah. won that nigga said fuck all y'all I fired every <laughs> single one of y'all your mama still got her child support I'm getting in this party van I'm about to have sex with a bunch of these women and I'm and I'm still rich. Mm-hmm. Still got my yeah. money. Mm-hmm. And he, he making money off that album. Yeah. So like <laughs> that nigga won. Yeah, he won. He was hardcore. the he was the villain. Very horrible. He didn't even change <laughs> that speech. Didn't no. even believe it. <laughs> he didn't change. He didn't. His heart didn't. His heart didn't turn. Because if it did, he would have stayed with his son. Nope. He's yeah. like, all right, son, love you, but I gotta go with these women to to an island and, and chill out. Week. Yeah. It's your week with these kids and you still left them. So I, I think you're right. He won. He ain't had to put yeah. up with no more garbage, none of that BS. He said, fuck Garbage, it's kids. <laughs> this nigga said garbage. Those are his children. <laughs> he didn't act like it. And Nancy, even kids. that white woman, she won. His assistant? Rubbing his feet. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. The blonde chick who came in with the... um. Yeah, but whatever. Everybody wants shit. Nah, no, you right. Jay Jizzy. Jay Jizzy said, I don't give a damn about none of y'all. Merry mm. Christmas. Kiss my ass. I'm I'm gone. He got in his van and went to an island and said, Life's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, I love you, right? What? I love your mama, no. too. Sometimes no. I just do it in the wrong way. Mm-mm. I just say mean things. You need to get that worked out. You need therapy. You shouldn't be saying mean oh, things man. to your children. She gets paid child support. She's good. I even delivered it myself. No, he said mean things to those kids. Well, to <laughs> Jaja. Why I'm like I can't even... believing in his dad so hard. So he was because like, he was a kid. He man. was like they gonna get back together. Watch that was that was <laughs> odd. Okay, John John. He cusses your mom out on a regular basis, bro. I don't think this is gonna happen. And you know it because when it was at the studio, he was they was like, well, can you go do something? He's like, oh, I guess y'all will fight again. Yes, girl, that's what we do. <laughs> we fight. We hate each other. What is not clicking, John John? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, he believed in his dad. He was trying to be like him, too. We ain't even going to talk about right. that, that little storyline where he was up there trying to be that's his dad. I'm just like, your dad's abusive. 
your dad is trash. And that little <laughs> dance he did at the end, I was like, man, get the, I would have mushed his ass. Get out of here. Hey, give me that yellow jacket back, nigga. Hey, dad. No. Stop doing this. That just turned his back out there, man. He had time for that little boy. At all. He got, he got an island to go to. Mm-mm. That nigga was evil. Well, folks, we have made it to the end of another wonderful season. I guess a 3.5 season. We wanted to give yeah. you guys some holiday movies. And uh, we gave y'all a special bonus episode. And our gift to you from us mm-hmm. for Christmas time. So, Rain, please let everybody know where they can get in touch with you. Yes, my address is 123 Sesame Street, Atlanta, Georgia. Oh. <clears throat> yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rain Coleman. You can find me on TikTok, Carefree Blurred. You can find me talking nerd shit on the Carefree Black Nerd platform. You can find me Tuesday nights for Late Night Rain on BYNKRadio.net talking my shit. Reading confessions and some sexy ass nineties music putting you in the mood to feel like you a teenager on the phone talking to your love in sophomore year again. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. um make sure you guys follow the podcast on Twitter at We Watch This and um use the hashtag WWT Pod when you're listening. And um Gosh, you can find me on Twitter at ColeJackson12. You can find me on Instagram at ColeJackson underscore BYNK. And you can find me every Thursday for Thursday Night Lights on BYNKRadio.net. Music news, new music, my opinions about all this kind of stuff. It's it's pretty it's pretty dope. Um, mm-hmm. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from us. We really appreciate everybody listening. Yes. It has been a very how can I say it? Interesting experience the yes. way I feel about these holiday movies. <laughs> Black people don't play. Black folks don't play. At all. Oh, so, oh also, also, um, if you're in a love triangle, stab the person who's after your love. Just stab him. What if it's deadly? Stab the nigga too. You can't stab an angel. Anyway. You can. <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys. Happy New Year. We'll catch you next season for, the, for when we watch this mm-hmm. Feliz Navidad and Donde Estas <laughs> <laughs>